Hey, what's up, guys? We kind of have a new episode this week, new style. James and I thought it would be good to hop on a little Zoom call, do a little remote podcast, our first one of its kind. So let us know what you guys think. Um, we kind of talk about everything that's going on in our lives as well as the entire world. So it's a, it's a good episode. Hopefully you guys will enjoy it. And also, um, please support our promotional partner at Let's Design Daily. You guys know they are posting amazing design work from designers across the world, so check them out. Um, follow on Spotify. Spotify is the new place to be. Definitely follow our podcast there. Um, you know, Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts if you do that, as well as all the other platforms. And, of course, we got to shout out the Discord. Come check out the Discord. And especially now, we are a big community now, supporting each other through this. So um, you can find the link to that on our Instagram, at MinorDetailsPod. And also, I think I've forgotten to shout out Kiyoshi the Kid for our awesome intro and outro. Um, so uh, I think that's about all we got for this little intro bit. But uh, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Let us know what you think. All right, here we go. I'm Nick. And I'm James. And we are two industrial designers across the country. Sweating the small stuff. Ooh, that's right. Man, it's been a bit. It has, it been, has a bit. been a bit of a while. I also we also need to kind of start this episode off with saying that we are on Zoom right now, on a Zoom call. We are Not Zooming. Sponsored. Not sponsored by Zoom, but uh Not at chat. all. But James, man, how you been? It's been three months since we last, well, I mean, you and I have talked, but three months since we yes. last had a podcast together. Yeah, since since the end of the world. Right. Um, the, oh, yeah, the, the world has ended as yeah. well. That's, that's a new update. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, so moved to Los Angeles, I guess, what, th- end of February, Literally uh, packed up. Packed it feels up like a, it's been like three months, man. Well, I guess it's been I mean, three months since we recorded last. Yeah, but also since since being in isolation, time. What what is time? <laughs> time doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> but um, yeah, we packed up a pod, uh, and shipped it across the country. Uh, same day we packed up the pod, we got onto a plane, and flew out to Los Angeles. Uh, under the delusion that we would find a place in a weekend. And uh, it took us more like three weeks. Um, luckily, we were staying with family. But, uh, but yeah, I've seen a lot of Los Angeles real estate. Mm. So if anybody is moving out here, I can uh, maybe help you out. I'm not sure. Why, also, did, it take, why did it take so long? You know... You just Okay, picky? so... So one thing that I have not, that you know, that I have not announced to oh, yeah. the well, this is a podcast big listeners, this, yeah. is, this is a pretty big announcement, but my wife and I are having a baby. Woo, congrats. And, hey, 
Um, I'm currently sitting in what will be the baby's room eventually. Right now it is the snowboard room. Um, but you guys, uh, Can you snowboard out in LA? Do they have that? There, There's mountains close by. <laughs> uh, you know, not too far. We're pretty close to the mountains out here. And there's all sorts of landscapes that I haven't lived lived among in a very long time uh or ever in my life <laughs> yeah you're, uh, you've been east quit east coast boy your whole life yeah yeah i know philly philly born and bred but uh but yeah so we moved out here because of that because uh we have some family that's out here so we wanted to be close to them and it was just about finding a good fit like one you know one thing that's very hard to come by at a certain I guess at a certain price point is a washer dryer in unit, which when you're having a baby is very clutch. Um, a lot of a lot of uh, separate laundry, um, but yeah, we were looking for a two bedroom place, obviously, and just wanted to also be in a good location. And uh, we ended up getting this place that's just a couple blocks away from uh, my wife's brother, Allison's brother. Awesome. And um, and it's great because he has he has they have a two year old they have another one on the way. And uh, and then also our street dead ends into a playground, and so it's just like a parade of parents all day long, like it it could not be more perfect in terms of just like oh this is where families develop this right, is this right. is the epicenter of family development is this you know, neighborhood it kind of feels like you know in new york it's like dog parks are that way yeah Where it's like <laughs> if you live close to a dog park you see all the dog parents come together exactly so yeah um we see a lot of a lot of parents playing fetch with their kids <laughs> and uh um but yeah, no, it's it's great. It, one interesting thing I wanna I wanna say about Los Angeles real estate that you don't really find in New York is every closet is like a sliding mirrored closet. That's interesting. You know, there I I don't think I've really seen that at all in New York, but it's almost every single apartment here. And it's like I could make a joke about like the vanity of LA. <laughs> And like Hollywood and there's a bit you know, there for sure. There's a bit. There's definitely a bit. And I'm not I'm not a professional bit maker. This is my um, closet, James. It's it's it didn't even come <laughs> with a door. I had to put a curtain up to cover it. It's very it's very sexy. It's very sheer and sexy. Um but yeah, it's 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 kind of a strange a strange thing that you find. Also a lot of gas heating units that are all these like big rectangles in the middle of the living room these like long rectangles interesting it's it's I'll not radiator to, uh, i mean you don't you guys don't have radiators out there do you no it's not a radiator it's it's uh it's something else i don't know i'm i'm not a terminology <laughs> man either i'm not James, a, bit man a, car? Or a terminology man <laughs> yeah we have a car uh Tesla we, truck? we yeah oh yeah cyber truck i've got a couple of them stacked on top of each other <laughs> Um, it's, uh, really inconvenient for parking. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, we bought a car off my parents, so they actually shipped it out. Um, and so this was another thing that I had, that was very new to me was car shipment. The, I met the guy in like the median 
of a of a busy street like basically the the turn lane in in you know in a right. street the the lane that's designated for turns that's right. where this guy stopped it's a truck the 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 truck of of cars okay and and dumped my truck dumped our car off in the middle of that median like i met him out there he unloaded the car so you had to like and, walk uh, into a busy street into the median yeah yeah is it a busy street yeah oh yeah how many lanes was it <laughs> it was uh it was like a with the median lane it was a five lane street that seems dangerous does that seem dangerous oh yeah i mean this is this is my life this is <laughs> this is the kind of life that i that i chose this is for this myself. is la i guess this is la yeah. i mean everyone just kind of lives in the street now right yeah oh yeah absolutely you're commuting half um, your day might as well just live there you know well, yeah, that's the other thing. I mean, it was great. Uh, well, now, obviously, we're both working from home, but the place we got was like a 10-minute drive to Allison's work. So it was like, the commute was super, super easy. That's really important, I think. Absolutely. You don't want to be... I've heard stats on like, you know, if you have more than like a 40-minute commute, it takes years off the end of your life. I bet, man. Dude, that's why I moved from Texas. I just can't handle the commute. That was a big reason. How long was your commute? With no traffic, it was 25 minutes. With traffic, it was 40. Oh, which, yeah. And 40 minutes with traffic just makes it seem like forever. Yeah. Know, you know? No. Ugh. It's terrible. But, uh, but yeah, you know, it was, uh, it was looking pretty, pretty bright and sunny. And then... Uh, <laughs> and then something and then, happened. <laughs> and something happened. <laughs> A virus. Um, yeah, it's. Oh man, how how have you been? I know that you moved out of the studio. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, I yeah. I'm trying to think. Since we last talked on the podcast, I mean, been designing and doing my thing. Um, been traveling a bit. Went up to Canada. Um, yeah, for, for yeah. The, you went to a, a conference, talk. right? Yeah, um, and. It was awesome to meet all the people up there. Never been to Canada before. Did did, did you know they have a um, river in Ontario, Ottawa? I get those two mixed up, and I know people are just like screaming right now. <laughs> Canadians don't scream, and <laughs> even if they did, you wouldn't be able to hear them. Oh, I gotta tell you this story. I gotta tell you a story. Um, so I went to Ottawa, which is in ontario right yes it's in ontario i'm looking this up as we speak the certainty in your voice is soothing <laughs> and um and i uh stayed at an airbnb with this nice canadian lady and you know she was maybe a little older um and she said hey come sit down have a glass of wine i'm like i gotta on do your, it on her lap no, not in her lap. Oh just my like, gosh. Just like, you know, it's like a friendly Airbnb host, which is great. I yeah. mean, you know, it's fine. Um, but uh, I was like, I got to do a talk tomorrow. I'm not going to drink wine with some, like, middle-aged <laughs> Canadian woman. But um, she she was, like, asking me a little bit about what I was doing there. And I was like, yeah, I'm doing a talk. And, uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm new to Canada. And I was like, yeah, I, I always thought um, – Quebec was the capital 
of Canada, but Quebec is a state, right? Yeah. A province? A province. And yeah. I felt so dumb. She just laughed at me. She was like, yeah, you're a dumb American. Yeah. That's like saying, I, I mean, I, that's like saying I thought Texas was the capital of the United States. Right. Yeah, so I, I mean, gun gun to my head, I would probably have said Toronto, <laughs> just because that's the city that you hear about so often, and that's right. where our minor details Discord, Discord cohorts are yeah, located. We have, a, we have quite a few Canadians on the Discord, and I yeah, don't know, I don't know why, but they they're just all over the place. <laughs> I don't know why, and I don't know how to get rid of them. <laughs> no, um, I'm kidding. But yeah, that was fun. That was fun. Um, yeah, just been just been designing, doing the, you know, studio life and working with clients. Um, yeah, gantry so, lamp. Ni- oh yeah, yeah. So that's so. What's what is the deal with that right now? Yeah, I mean, I think we mentioned it on a podcast one time, but I started to kind of ramp up my posting about it, making the pixel light, which was just you know a light with a grid diffuser that kind of has a grading of pixels makes it look kind of retro and you know yeah. reminiscent of like minecraft or old microsoft you know windows or whatever um but uh yeah i mean it's kind of in on a hold right now production wise because of everything going on um but yeah i don't know man it's been it's such a weird crazy thing i mean it's it's the obligatory podcast i'm sure you guys have heard so much about the coronavirus that you're probably sick of it by now but i mean it's hard to not talk about it so yeah it's you have to talk around it essentially yeah uh i am curious being being that you're in new york and you know all i hear about whenever i turn on the news or look at twitter is the conditions in new york what have you seen heard is it is it armageddon um I mean the 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 eerie thing about the just the idea of a pandemic is it's not something that's like outwardly facing. It's not like a natural disaster that you know you walk outside and the entire world's like in bits. Right. It's it's a ghost town, right? Like it's just kind of an eerie feeling. Obviously, the entire world is in bits in you know the hospitals and you know people are scrambling. Um, yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm thankful I haven't experienced that, and I hope I don't have to visit a hospital. Um, so yeah, I mean, New York is it's just really empty. Um, there's definitely still people out, still people walking around, um, people exercising. I've actually been running a, a little bit. It's like started. How, a, how many times? How many uh, times? Nick? Maybe at least once a week, if not twice, which is oh a big improvement from once a year. So, and are you running away from anybody specifically? <laughs> no, not people, just bees. There's some bees chasing me. There's a beehive. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, well, Na- mother nature has taken back over New York. Um I've also been, you know, working from home, sitting in my strap chair for 8 hours a day and I got to tell you, man, I don't know. I'm not I'm I'm starting to like it less and less. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you got to live with your designs. <laughs> I might wear it in. It, maybe I'll get, start carving out the seat a little bit, make it a little more bucket shaped. I can't. I can't imagine it's 
it's more uncomfortable. I don't know if I've told this story on the podcast, but the time that I sat in this one Philippe Stark chair for an entire presentation. Do you remember which one? I'd have to look it up, but it, it has the seat and the front legs are plastic, but then the back is like tubular steel that comes up and then the back of the seat is tubular steel. And it was, and it's like kind of thin tubular steel. Um, I'll have to look it up. But okay. anyway, I was, we were, I was on a study abroad in, uh, in France and we were in Nantes, France. And, uh, we were at an architecture firm listening to the, the principal of the architect talk about their work. And he, he talked for like an hour and it was, I mean, the work was beautiful, but I was in the most pain that I've ever been in in my life, <laughs> sitting in this chair. This chair was a torture device. Oh, I, man. I don't know. I think just how thin that steel was, was just digging into the wrong nerve in my back. I've definitely sat terrible. in chairs like that for sure. Yeah. And it, it should be a crime. It, it should It should be a crime. I, I don't know. They probably have those chairs in Guantanamo Bay. I have no idea. <laughs> It's like a torture device. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, um, but uh, but what were we? Oh, the fat strap chair. But, I mean, it can't be that uncomfortable, right? Or is it's it? A, the, the back is actually fine because it's, the strap is kind of like, you know, you can it, kind of, it, it gives a bit so you can kind of like lean back on it. It feels nice. I think it's more like the seat. And also mm. it's just, it's perfect. It's like a perfectly flat wood piece that comes right to the edge so like your your kind of thighs kind of like oh no into that edge and it's nice and crisp you know i didn't like make a fillet or anything why why don't you just sand it you can sand it now but i can't sand. i'm that would ruin the design though (laughs) would it would anybody notice i guess i already took pictures of it so yeah. Like, are we imagining that in 2050, somebody's taking this chair to Antique Roadshow and they're like, oh, actually, you can see here the famous Nick Baker actually sanded the front of this chair and it's actually lost all of its worth because it's oh, not the original uh, design intent. But the original design intent was to, was to cut into the back of the thigh and release blood, which would actually have a calming effect on the user. It, you know, when I first made the chair, these uh, branches were f- straight from, they're fresh straight from Christmas trees. And yeah. so for the first, I would say six months to a year, they leaked sap. So I couldn't really sit in it without like getting sap all over my clothes, tree sap all oh, over my clothes. Oh no. But thankfully all the, <laughs> all the sap is dried up. That's good. That's a feature. That's yeah. a feature. That's not a bug. <laughs> um, um, but, but yeah, man, uh, it's it's New York's been good. It's I mean not good, but it's just different. Yeah. I mean, I, I think. Do you know anybody who's who's gotten any anything like the corona? Yeah. Th- so there's been friends of friends. Um, I don't know. I don't have like a direct friend that has had it. Um, but there's definitely been like people that I know on on the outskirts that have got it and you know generally the friend group is a younger population so nothing's been severe um but yeah i mean everyone pretty much says it 
it's like a really bad flu. Um, if yeah. Not, if not the worst flu they've had. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, thankfully I have not had anyone pass away that I know yet, but you know, it's, it's a little scary time, you know, but yeah. Yeah. I feel I've had a few, uh, yeah. few people lose their jobs. Um, I would say, I mean, even on the discord, obviously we're on there quite a bit. Uh, there's been a few people that mentioned they lost their jobs on the discord. Um, and then like two of my close friends here in New York lost their jobs. So it's, it's, it's a weird thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the, the effects, I mean, we are two people that are far from experts on, on the disease or what, what is happening. But, but yeah, I mean, the effects of this are going to be, you know, are going to be pretty big. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, my thoughts go out to like those people who are sick and, or those people that, you know, have, have lost, have lost their job, you know, stay strong. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we want to like talk, talk about kind of what we think, how the, how it's going to impact the design industry or not, or even if it, it's hard to even like predict that stuff, but it's like, yeah. Yeah, or at least I hope that it that it's not as long term as I think. I th- I think it, it from my viewpoint, this is just kind of a guess, and I was listening to some other people to kind of talk about this, but it it doesn't seem like this is a. You know, when you think about like the two thousand eight recession, which we also did not experience, but we've had guests on the podcast that have talked about it. Um, it kind of happened because there was this underlying infrastructure that, you know, the, the housing market crashed, but with the coronavirus, it's, it's like a temporary kind of thing that's going to pass. Um, and so the thought is from what I've heard is like things will eventually get back to normal fairly quickly as compared to past recessions. So that's, that's our only hope that we can think of. The, the only thing that I can think of is how many masks and ventilators are going to be in people's portfolios. <laughs> uh, yeah, we should, we should talk about that because that's been a big thing in the design world. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's been a couple designers I've seen who have done, who have either done masks or like they've designed a mask. They've designed instructions. So like Adam McCloskey, yeah. uh, if I'm saying his name right. Um, he designed a mask and put that out, uh, put those plans out into the world. Um, yeah. Well, well the thing, vermin. yeah, well, let's, oh, let's yeah. talk, yeah, let's talk about it in a little detail. Oh um, yeah. Go for it. I believe Adam, uh, Mikloski. So, so generally, you know, I'm sure everyone's fairly up to date, but you know, these, these masks are essentially just, you know, clear polypropylene or acrylic, I'm not entirely sure of the material, but shields that go over your face so that it prevents any kind of, um, you know, virus or or disease from, you know, splattering and getting into the the medical worker's face. But um, yeah. a lot of these people have been print 3D printing kind of frames and then cutting out square sheets that kind of attach to the frame. Yeah. Um, which is amazing. Uh, you know, I know like so many designers have been doing it. 
uh, you said what? Um, uh, well, I yeah, I saw Creighton Berman was collaborating with another designer to create a set of instructions for the mm. the piece that that designer had done. Right. Um, I also know the mask um, that he had done. Bud, Budman Industries. Are you familiar with them? Oh yeah. They've been printing. Also, like Prusa, Prusa, the three D printing company. Um, kind of. I think also Gantry, right? Gantry's been printing a lot. A lot of these people have been printing, and then some of them have also just been developing new designs. Um, but I also, I, I guess, Adams stands out because his doesn't even have to print. It's just a single flat piece of material that kind of like yeah. folds in, into an origami shape, um, which is awesome. I mean, it's all it's yeah. all awesome, but it's a very it's a very clever use of material. I I know that like you know because you need you need something to distance the face mask obviously from from the person's forehead, right? So that you can create some distance there. And so a lot of people with the three D printed ones that's that's built in. But with Adams, since it's all the same material, he used the properties of the material to fold over itself to clip in to create that distance and to you know i imagine it's actually you know pretty comfortable the way that he manipulated the material there mm -hmm. um but yeah it's it's uh it's really interesting i also saw uh this guy lewis filosa form follows filosa today he posted something about like hey if you've got a 3d printer like here's some places that you can reach out to to see if they if they need masks, if they or if they need three D printed parts for the masks, um, it's it's actually pretty it's a pretty cool thing because we've talked about three D printing and kind of the potential of three D printing in the future of manufacturing, and obviously we're a ways away, but you know, right now it's hard to fill demand uh, for these masks, and so by actually utilizing like. I don't know how many 3D printers there are in the United States. Like, I don't know who has, you know, how many people have 3D printers. There's definitely shops yeah. that have big, big rooms of 3D printers. Um, but it is interesting that, like, I think it's really cool and it's kind of a sign of things to come that, like, we can actually, we can actually do something pretty quickly to like remedy the the lack of supplies at right. least in this case um i also saw that new balance started sewing masks like yeah. they you know uh or they're they're going to that's been a thing too it's like a lot of these you know apparel companies and and you know even kind of like you're saying gantry and things have all kind of like pivoted now to just doing um, protective wear. Yeah, I think Ford is also working on um, changing or or starting to produce ventilators. Mm. And Tesla, um, did they? Did Tesla say they were going to do that too? I think they did, um, but I haven't heard any more about that. Yeah. But uh, also Dyson. Dyson, yes. Designed designed a ventilator. Um, that got pushed around on the blog space a little bit too. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, I, you, you, you know me. I, I do love some Dyson, so I'm, I, I love that they did that. <laughs> the thing, the, 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 the hard part is, is like we, 
we can't sit here and critique it because like even though like it's a designed object there's no way there's it's just not it's not timely to be like oh but i wish they just made the fillet like this yeah i mean it's it's totally about utility right right and and getting it out the door quickly which which i uh, which i think is kind of a interesting thing to think about because as much as we often think design matters a lot times like this it kind of shows you that well you know do we really need to design that dog toy today you know <laughs> i don't know what do you think what do you well, think about that i mean obviously I, I i mean i you can have kind of two thoughts about it like obviously there are things in our life that if you looked at them on a surface level you could say oh these are superfluous things like we don't need them mm -hmm. um and like right now is, is definitely a time where people are taking stock of like what they actually need right. versus maybe what they want. Um, and, you know, I think uh, I think that's that's a good thing. Like, I think, you know, people should always be evaluating the things in their lives. You know, it's kind of it's kind of the Marie Kondo. <laughs> well, that's that's kind of a different thing. You know, does it this is not. Does it spark joy? This is, does it spark utility, right. I guess? But, um, but you know, this isn't going to last forever. And I feel like we've, you know, we've seen the indications throughout time that like, you know, people have suffered the worst kind of things uh, throughout history, but aesthetics and things things that feel maybe superfluous certainly still play a role in our lives and they're things that we strive for and and want and they have some effect on us they must yeah um and and a good effect because if we just if we just lived in a utilitarian world i don't think i just don't feel like it would be a very rich existence for sure for sure yeah, I mean that definitely definitely is a great point. I also think when when we kind of talk about where we are right now and talk about like does it really matter what you're designing right now if you're just designing like frivolous things? Some people kind of feel guilty. I feel like maybe I, I mean I certainly feel some of that. It's like working on like, you know, an almost object thing that's just like for fun like houseware thing and it's right it feels like shouldn't i be you know working on something else to aid um i don't know i mean it it's a hard question i i i i, I guess i guess what i'm saying is part of me also feels like there is some good if you try to continue life without like I, I think one drawback is I don't want everyone to just like stop what they're doing completely and just lose touch with reality anymore because I think that's also a bad thing you know I, right. guess, I guess you have to have that balance of being able to like dedicate your time to help but also dedicate time to just try to continue a normal life because you can't yeah. just you can't have six months of like not having a normal life. I think that's gonna tear you down, right? 
maybe I'm not even making sense. Yeah. Well, no, the, I, I think, I think the thing is, is that at this point, like, you know, part of the hesitation of talking about Corona is that you're just going to add to the noise right. and there's already so much noise. And like, I think this is not to dissuade anybody from either path, but I feel like potentially by, by just indulging like the Corona part of, of what's happening right now, like you could just be adding to the noise yeah. and the confusion and you like, that's, that's not necessarily going to help out. And, and maybe it's just about weighing out, like, how can, how can I help out it the best way I can? I mean, right. You know, and, and maybe that, that is like just continuing posting sketches so that, I mean, it's kind of like the entertainment thing. Like, I feel like a lot of, uh, like Netflix and, and Hulu are kind of like releasing free trials and stuff just to have people enjoy or just be able to stay home and not feel yeah. an anxious. Well, that's, that's a big part of this is staying home. Mm -hmm. Like that, that is a way that you can contribute. And so if that means that you're going to work on design work that doesn't necessarily relate to problem solving about the coronavirus, then that's, that's helping. That's not, I don't think that's hurting. Right. And I think it's also important to stay sane. Right. During this time. And oh, the gosh. best, like, if, if you can, if that's what is going to keep you staying sane, then keep doing that. Um, yeah. Again, so that you don't add, add on to the, to the pile. For sure. Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I feel like that first week when it kind of hit New York. It just ruined the whole week. I didn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. I just couldn't concentrate one bit. I think I probably got like three hours work of done worth of work done in you know forty or a hundred hour week. You know, it's like right. Um, it's still. I mean, yes, absolutely. That first week was like, I, yeah, nothing. Yeah. But even still, it's hard. It's hard to get focused because. Because it's a, this readjustment period. Yeah. Like, and and it's it's weird because you don't you don't exactly know what you're adjusting to yet. Like the the because things keep things keep changing. Obviously, like we keep getting new information and right. It's it's hard to get anchored to anything. Yeah, and I mean one one thing that kind of hel helped me was just to limit my intake of media coronavirus related to like just like 15 minutes a day and i just had i just use like the citizen app to just like give me the gist of the stuff because the first week it was just like reading all the articles and it was a disaster it just it made me yeah it made me more unhealthy than you know anything um so yeah uh, that, I that, spent that's way that's too much time right i spent way too much time on twitter and that was not a good idea at yeah, all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we just try to watch the morning news now and then go on with our day. Right. But it's still it's still on 
on my mind. Right. It's hard to escape. Um, yeah. It's, you know, especially, especially with us having a baby on the way, you know, we're just trying to, we're just trying to know what the world is going to look like when, uh, when she comes, you know, she comes out. Yeah. Um, does she have a name yet? She doesn't. Okay. This is, yeah. I, I was thinking about, I was just like, I was thinking about before we did the podcast, like how could I do a gender reveal? I wanted to like post up a, post up a picture of Karen Rashid in a full pink jumpsuit. Or, uh, or That's your gen- who has a blue, uh, doesn't Johnny Ive have a blue suit? Doesn't he have a blue yeah, suit? Yeah, I feel like Johnny Ive has a blue suit. Oh man. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, maybe just a few more thoughts on the, the coronavirus. Um, people, have yeah. been, people have been live streaming, which is good. I felt like that's been a great thing. I've seen a lot of live streams recently. Yeah, it's funny. You know, we when we were talking about the future of the podcast, we were like, oh, I don't know. We're going to, you know, we're, we'll have to do it over Skype or Zoom or whatever. Right. And then suddenly <laughs> that becomes like the norm. Old hat. Everybody is doing it. Yeah, it's and like, so it, it seems it actually seems pretty normal now right. to do a conversation like this. It seems to be working out fairly well, right? Yeah, I don't know. You, you guys you let mean us what know what we're doing right now. Yeah, I mean, from my perspective, it seems great. We'll see once we edit it and send it to the people and see what they say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, it's been cool. It's been really cool to see the different live streaming that people have been doing. I mean, I know Derek. Casio has been doing a lot of like sketch live streaming. Of course, he's a professor, so he's doing he's teaching remotely at the same time. Is that part um, of his class? Is he live streams on Instagram, or is it like optional? Well, I think I think that he he, more, he just wants all those viewers. <laughs> I think that's more just like extracurricular, okay. but that's like kind of his time to help students outside of outside of school. Um, I've also seen like Paul Sohi has been doing different like fusion live streams with like, uh, with, uh, Jeff, Smith. uh, Jeff Smith yeah, yeah. and, uh, and Will Gibson and, um, well, Keish, and then didn't Keyshot have an entire virtual conference? That's, oh, a, yeah. that's another thing that's happened. A lot of these like conferences have gone virtual. Right. I didn't watch any of it, unfortunately. Did you? No, I, I'm my key shot skills are pretty crude. I'm still like on an old version, so I just I just know enough to get by. That's all I try try to do. Oh come on, your your renders are crispy. Oh, I, that's because I use a lot of Photoshop. <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever. Uh, but uh, and I guess I mean we we wanted to shout this person out, but this seems like a good time to do it. Yeah, our shout out of the week. Um, and, uh, Megan Price, Priest, uh, I'm not sure how to pronounce Price, her I last think. name, Price. Price, uh, she started this quarantined and chillin', uh, little, it's, it seems like she's doing it every, every day almost. I, I think she has done it every day this week, except for Monday. Um, but just touching base with different designers and people that she knows. It's kind of like a conversations. A mini podcast almost, right? Mini Instagram podcast. Yeah. And that's uh, Megan Price, M-E-G-H-N, 
P R E H A N, yeah. I S S underscore. Um, but yeah. She's been doing some cool stuff. Um Yeah, that's it's been it's just been cool to see. And I mean I've I've definitely done since we moved out here, we've we've actually done like group like Google Hangouts with our like some of our friends from New York and done like a uh, a game night. Really? Uh yeah. What games did you play? There's this there's this game. I don't know if you know about this company called Jackbox. Oh yeah, I've heard of it. Uh yeah. So they actually started out in the 90s, I feel like. They had this game called You Don't Know Jack. Okay. And uh it was kind of like a a Jeopardy like quiz show kind of game, but pretty like comedic. Um, but they, uh, they have this game called Quiplash where like, it's, it's basically like, uh, it's almost, it's almost like cards against humanity or something like that. But instead of like, instead of pre-made cards, you're actually typing in responses to prompts. Does it like integrate into Google Hangouts or do you like just screen cap your... Yeah, the person who's hosting just shares the screen. Ah, uh, okay. And then, and then you log into the game on your phone. Right. So like you're you're controlling your, I guess your character, your player on on your phone. That's where you're submitting your responses. Um, it actually went, you know, went well. It was it was a fun time. I gotta tell you, um, I gotta tell you what though. I'm 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 excited because I I'm just like crossing my fingers that VR gets gets a little nudge during this time you know i've been doing totally. i've been spending a lot of vr time just like playing video games and sketching and man i tell you what well, yeah i oh co-sketching came out well it didn't come out it was beta test co-sketching in gravity sketch um so like yeah me chris ference and a few other people on the discord got together and we're sketching in the same room martin Veltman. <laughs> Uh, I think there was another person that was there too. Was it oh, Fed yeah, in there Fed, as well? Fed Rios got in there. I didn't. I didn't get to sketch with Fed. I think that was. I was not in the co-sketching room, but it's like a room. It's like you just go in there. Anyone can go in anytime you want and just like make stuff together. That's pretty sweet. Yeah, um, I'm pretty pumped. Um, about it. it was really cool. When you're in the co-sketching room, can you see the other people in there? Like, yeah. can you see their? Yeah. Their. Heads like, they're, but they're not like people walking around. They're just like floating controllers. <laughs> floating controllers and floating headsets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it. Yeah, I. Th- I think this should be a big push for augmented reality. You know, also yeah, virtual reality. Just really pushing the technology to get to the point where we can actually feel like we're in the same room talking to each other. Yeah. Well, I I know that's that's gonna take some time. Yeah, I mean I know that uh, the last Oculus conference they showed the stuff they were working on. They had that facial recognition thing that they're working on, which is interesting. Um, yeah, I'm excited for that because I think once you get emotions into VR, I think it'll it's it's gonna bridge that gap even farther. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder, I, I also wonder, I wonder a few things about, a, a few other things about Corona. Like, yeah, like this whole, the whole remote working thing, I mm. feel like there's going to be a lot more businesses offering that as an option now, right. it feels like, because they'll, 
they'll, well, this is either going to tell them that it works or it doesn't work. Well, for us, it's uh, another day and, you know, just another day, another yeah, paycheck. Exactly. But the, the other thing is, I wonder if people are going to start leaving cities. Do you think people are going to leave the cities? That's or a good do you, question. Like, is it, is it just going to be, you know, like life as is, life back to normal when it's all said and done? That's a great question. I mean, obviously, people are already leaving cities. And I would take a bet that a lot of them are not going to come back. Um, what percentage i don't know but i can definitely see yeah you know i can definitely see that like someone lost their job and then had to leave and then also probably not gonna get a new job coming back i can see that happening um yeah which, which also might lead into this other kind of point too is like the whole job shakeup thing and then also i was i'm thinking a lot about like all the grads coming out all the design grads coming yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are getting kind of furloughed, which, you know, was new to me, new word for me <laughs> recently, which means, I guess, companies like, hey, we can't pay you, but I, at some point you're allowed to come back. I'm not entirely sure. Mm. It's essentially like being fired, but you're not fired because you're bad. It's just we have to look up the definition. But <laughs> let, let me let me look it off. Furlough. <laughs> Um, essentially what I'm saying is like with, you know, all these people are out of jobs now, what happens when all of a sudden, you know, all this passes and then, okay, let's start getting this company's back up and running. Now we need to hire people again. Is it going to be like a hiring frenzy where it's like musical chairs where it's like, Hey, we fired a bunch of people. Oh, guess what? We can have new people come in and, you know, <laughs> musical chairs. Right. Well, I think I think I heard that with the the stimulus bills, like the stimulus stuff that's going out, and I'm not sure. Do not quote me on this. Don't quote us on any I thought of this I heard, episode. No, don't quote us on any of it. Uh, you're like, you're tuning into two idiots. Uh, uh, but um, I thought I heard that in order to get the stimulus money as a small business, you could not lay off any of your workers like during this time. Mm. Like that was, that was a stipulation of the bill. Right. Um, so I don't, I don't know that that's something that I heard. Uh, furloughed means just a leave of absence. Mm. Okay. So it's just basically like, I, I think the idea is, is that you have your job when you come back. Right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's it's weird, and I and I feel, you know, I feel for these these graduating seniors. Um, I don't know, like, I think you just you just operate as as you would, you know. I I don't know if there's any different way to operate right now. Obviously, like you can't, you can't go in and interview. Maybe you'd have to do some sort of Skype interview to start out with. Um, and, but I mean, send out your portfolios, start talking to people. I, I don't, I think you should operate as, as though, you know, things are, things are normal. Yeah. I mean, that's all you can do. I, I think one thing that I was kind of thinking about is, um, a lot of these 
graduate students have or graduating students have senior shows, you know, where they present all their work and employers often come through and, uh, you know, a percentage of those those employers hire straight from senior shows, um, which is going to be a missed opportunity. And I'm not really sure what schools are doing virtually, but maybe this is like the chance for people to bridge that gap now to bridge into the to the online presence space and really take like a behance seriously or a, a website seriously you know right cross my fingers <laughs> yeah i wonder i mean is there is there an alternative is there a digital alter- alternative to the senior show are do we know of any colleges that are doing a, a digital senior show um i'm sure that there's gonna be some sort of substitute somewhere and i don't know if that'll be every college will have it but i i can i definitely see that's somebody doing that and i also think that like just behance in it in of itself is kind of like a digital 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 show it's not like a curated thing by any means but like you know just like showing your work online i think hopefully this will be kind of a big push for anyone graduating to to get that out there yeah, I wonder if anybody's gonna do, if anybody's gonna do a senior show, like a Zoom meeting senior oh, show. Oh yeah, that'd be kind of cool, or like a VR one. That'd be sweet. Well, you'd have to, you'd have to get everybody viewing the show a VR headset. I just want the future to be here, man. That's all I want. <laughs> I know. That's what that's what the U.S. government should send out is just uh, yes. Oculus Quests. Heck yeah, for sure, man. They're already doing the stimulus. They just add a little quest on top. Come on, just a little quest. Oh man. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be interesting, but you know, you know, I, I hope for the best for all these seniors. It's it's got to be a confusing time. I I will say like maybe we should put a call out if you guys want to chime in you know send an email pop it pop it in the voicemail um i forgot our voicemail number it's been so long one six four six four nine four forty eleven is that it we should uh i don't, think I've I don't know if while. any employers i don't know if any employers listen to the podcast but if they do reach out to us maybe we could do a digital show know. we could do the digital minor we detail could, show we could try but i but i was saying like if any employers if they're looking for people, they're looking for juniors, they're looking for interns, like let us know, we could blast that out. We could let people know on the podcast or somewhere that these places are looking. Right. Uh, I know one place is looking is Nick Baker's <laughs> Studios. That is looking true. Looking for an intern. That is true. I uh, put out an intern call for, call for interns. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll talk about it a little bit. Something new for me. Um, yeah. Well, you you had one intern in the past, right? I don't consider Chris an intern. <laughs> Chris Ferentz. <laughs> Why not? Chris Ferentz begged begged to work with me in my studio for a week, which was great, and it was fun to like work with him. And you know, he helped out with a few things and worked on a project. But, uh, <laughs> um, but, you know part of my goal for this year was to just get an intern just to do it. Like, you know, it's, it feels like the next step in, in my career, just to like have someone to 
help out and, and kind of, you know, build things together with and kind of also help my skills and learn how to manage another person because that's not something I have really done in the past. Um, so I don't know, it's like a new step for me. So I, I put a call out, um, kind of an all around intern, studio intern. It's not specifically industrial design, which I'm sure a lot of people are probably <laughs> thinking that they're just going to like come in and just design all day. But I definitely want to have someone that's eager to help with like the podcast, for instance, or like Instagram and like, you know, the, the things that also you need to run a studio. So, um, it's interesting. Uh, I got a ton of messages or a ton of emails, like a hundred. Haven't looked at them. Wow. I, I also, that's crazy. I also, uh, specifically said that PDFs would not be reviewed, which was my bold move. And people did some people, there was a good amount of people that did not like that for sure. Oh no. So, so only online. So websites and Behance. Correct. Yeah. Um, I also asked for Instagram too, if applicable. Uh, but yeah, so also I just want to like speak my mind if anyone's listening about the PDF thing. Cause I think there are a few people that got kind of upset about it. Really? Yeah, yeah. Like, like students or yeah, yeah. There was some people professionals. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a there was one or two messages that were like, "What? You know, this is not. This is like kind of a dick move or whatever." Um, and it, how is that a dick move? Like places of employment always have no. like this is this is what we want right this is what we want to see uh, as a portfolio like make it two megabytes it's a dick move because i'm asking for them to do work and so it's actually just a filter it's actually oh you think it's a dick move i don't want you in my studio because you're lazy (laughs) (laughs) get out of my studio um it is partially a filter because here here's my idea here's my like premise as designers we need to strive to create best designed experience we can and if you think that creating a pdf portfolio that i view on my iphone that's like crammed with images is a great experience well then you're not a great designer like (laughs) there's many other experiences you can create for me to review your work um and even easier and free behance is easier than creating a pdf and it's also free um, so I don't want to hear any excuses. That's, that's my stance. And I took it, I took a harsh stance, definitely got some backlash, but Hey, that's, that's life, I guess. Yeah. Well, you know, you got to take a stance where you feel passionate and I know how passionate <laughs> you are about portfolios. You know, man, you know, for sure. Um, so, but that's pretty cool. So yeah, uh, I just, I'm not sure. I was I was thinking about doing a reviewing this weekend, so you might be able to skirt in there too. So if you're listening to this on whenever this is released, I might have still not decided on Can, an intern. So, so I still have a chance. <laughs> James, you're not, you're not. You're not. Don't send a. I'm not gonna hire you, man. What? You'd have to move back to New York. What? <laughs> I think we've already established that. 
you know, this sort of teleconference, remote work. This is the future. That is also interesting. Okay. I, I, the whole internship thing is now up in the air because who knows what I, I really wanted an in-person intern. I don't think I'm going to hire someone to do remote. Um, I got to take one step at a time. Like if I was a company, I was like, oh, remote worker, sure. But like first employee, like I don't, I don't know. Um, Yeah. But yeah, man, uh, let's see. What else we, what else we need to catch up on? I don't know, man. I think. uh, I also don't know how, I I didn't even start the timer for this episode. I have no clue. I I think we're, I think we're almost up to an hour here. Um. But uh, but that's pretty exciting. I think that'll be that'll be pretty fun. I I loved working with interns when I was at Lifetime Brands. When I was on the Spark team at Lifetime Brands, I I managed the interns, and interns are great. You know, like they're super eager. Yeah. They just like they they and and like I, I don't know. It's it's fun. It's fun to like remember what it's like it's you know it's this two-way street it's like it's it's fun to remember what it's like just getting into the field where it's like so exciting and you want you want to keep that excitement alive and also they come with their you know with with ideas that are kind of that can be pretty unexpected for sure you know this is a whole new crop of designers they have a whole different view of the world they've grown up with you know in sort of their own yeah in their generation they have tiktok their own view of the world yeah. they've got tiktok they're dancing every night on tiktok um and uh you know when the dancing done is done the design begins and uh no i i really i always loved working with the interns and it's something that i've missed actually uh, since leaving lifetime brands and doing consulting is, uh, is, uh, having an intern. Hey, I didn't, I didn't really ask what's your job situation now. Are you looking for full time? I mean, sorry, I, uh, I'm saying that because, because of the podcast, I obviously know because we've talked, but I, yeah, I think right now I'm kind of, I'm kind of open. I'm, I'm still doing work for clients in New York. Okay. Um, but I'm, you know, I'm networking out here. I'm trying to see what the scene is like. I've met some pretty cool people. Oh, this is a fun story. Um, I was at a coffee shop. Uh, so one of the great things about this neighborhood that we found is that there's walkable like coffee shops and restaurants, nice. which I was afraid I wouldn't find that we wouldn't find in LA. Right. But, um, but we did. And so I was at the coffee shop at the end of our street and I was sitting there and, and somebody like walked into my field of view and they're like, James Connors. And I was like, yeah. And, and, uh, and it was, uh, it was this guy, Daniel Che, who, uh, who actually he's an industrial designer at Sweetgreen, but he had messaged me on LinkedIn, but also listens to the podcast. Oh, no way. That's awesome. So so and and happens to live in the same neighborhood. But you didn't know. So did, was, did you know him before you? I had never met him. before. So this is your first like, first like, what? First first fa- fan fan in the wild. I I guess first first I mean, person I'm not to, gonna like first person to ever walk up to you and know who you are in the wild. Yeah, 
Yeah. So that was, I mean, that was kind of cool. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I'm not going to say Daniel's like a, a fanboy, but, uh, but no, really cool guy. But it was, it was just like, it was just a really great reminder that there's like, there, there's a community here. I, and I'm like starting to discover that. That's good. I was afraid like leaving New York, it was like, oh gosh, I'm leaving this big community behind, right. but I'm really excited about the community out here. Uh, I've also met Chris Grandenberg, okay. who, uh, who's a really cool guy. Uh, hung out with him before everything went down. Uh, he worked at Karim Rashid's studio for like eight years oh, wow. okay. in, in the beginning oh, of his career. Yes. And I just saw his work. He, he just hopped into the Discord the other day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I encouraged him to get on the Discord. But really awesome designer, really nice guy. Um, and uh, so I might, I might do a pod with him when when all is said and done definitely definitely uh but uh but yeah so that was that was just a funny a funny little encounter at the local coffee shop that's awesome though i mean it seems it yeah. seems like you're settling in as much as as much as we can when you're when, when all this stuff is going on yeah yeah as much as you can i mean maybe it's good because but, uh, because you can't go anywhere and you're having a kid you're not going to go anywhere anyways you know I know my Allison and I have been joking that this is just prep for the for the isolation that we're going to experience having a newborn baby. Right. Uh, but uh, but, you know, it's uh, it is what it is and we'll all make it through this, you know, one way or another. And it's uh, I don't know. It's just a strange time. But, you know, it's uh, it's a time to reflect to get some perspective on on your life and your work and or to just take a break take a breather for sure if you can for sure um but uh but yeah i also before we end this podcast i do also want to say that it is today is the fifth anniversary of the day that i met my wife allison oh con- congrats on the yeah the day you met on the day the very day that we met you're spending, uh, so you're spending just, that day with me, James, on the podcast. That's so sweet. <laughs> How romantic. Uh, no, but, you know, I feel like if it, if it weren't for Allison, I don't think that I would have ever had the confidence to go out on my own as a designer. You know, she really helped me out and boosted my confidence. So I'm just, I just want to give a huge shout out to my wife. That's awesome. Obviously, she's also pregnant, and uh, I'm super excited to start this next chapter. So yeah, man. Uh, this is a shout out to Allison. Love you. That's awesome. Um, anyway. Yeah. Well, you guys, let us know what you thought about this episode. Obviously, it's quite a different episode than what we normally do um you know give us your thoughts on you know how you're feeling you know i know we have a lot of students out there so you know shoot us an email leave us a voicemail you know feel free to hop on the discord chat with us um and yeah i i think i think that's it i i kind of even forget how to do the podcast now (laughs) right yeah Um, i also want to mention one more thing is that in the in the midst of all the craziness of moving out here because it's like we we experienced the craziness of moving out here and now this so it's it's been multiple periods of readjustment but during the first bit of craziness uh i have to thank nick and many of the members of the discord nick put together a very nice video for me of all of the 
a bunch of Discord members, a bunch of fans of the podcast wishing me and Allison luck. Uh, and that meant a lot. So thank you, Nick, that I, I was like crying. <laughs> I, <laughs> it, was, it was very touching. And I really appreciate the gesture. Yeah, it, was, it was all the Discord and the Discord helped put that together. So, um, But yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, thanks for listening, guys. And as always, I'm at Nick P. Baker. I'm at IO Draw and Receipts. Peace. Later.